This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Becky Wall Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you, continuing our look at Sunday from Week 6. We've got to talk about the Miami Dolphins, right? They spotted the Carolina Panthers 14, and they still covered a massive number, beating Carolina 42-21. to Raheem Mostert picked up where Devon A. Chan left off with 115 rushing yards and three scores. What more can you say about the Dolphins and just how phenomenal this offense has been, Joe? Survivor was sweaty yesterday. Miami, the most popular pick, at least in my pool, and I know a number of pools. I was sweating it out with Buffalo last night, and then people were freaking out that had the Rams. That was by far the most popular in Circa. Like all of these games, there was a moment when you were very worried. Uh, I was getting texts like, Oh, Miami's uh, losing 14 nothing. going to blow up Survivor. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, really? Okay. Um, Miami's defense <laughs> is actually one of the takeaways. Like, we know enough about the Dolphins' offense. We, we know they're going to be just fine no matter what, as long as Tyreek's out there grabbing cameras. Oh, six catches, 163 yards. That's a pretty good average. That's a pretty good average. Um, yeah, yeah, it's decent. They, they allowed almost 300 yards to this pathetic offense. So I thought that was pretty noteworthy that Miles Sanders was out. Chuba Hubbard steps in. They actually had some semblance of a run game. Now, maybe they didn't prepare much for this game. They were looking past their opponent. That's why they fall down 14, nothing. Then they move on to outscore them 42 to seven after that. But, um, you know, defensively, they, there are, there are some concerns. Now the offense is going to mitigate all that, but in, in spots like this, they end up covering but when they're laying massive numbers, just something to keep an eye on in the future. I thought you were going to bring up your guy, Eli Apple. <laughs> he got burned. Oh, he did not well, have his I mean, out. isn't I anybody going to get burned? Eli Apple. I didn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, also the Panthers in such a bad spot. They didn't have either of their starting safeties going against this high flying offense. Good luck, dude. Like, you know, it's going to be bad. Mm. Like, that was probably a lot. I don't. I don't know what the number got to, but I'd imagine that was that was a good live betting opportunity. Whatever the live number yeah. was, uh, when it was fourteen nothing, yeah. maybe it moved down a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, and perhaps we were all fearful in a sense because, like, yeah, you know, Miami was down fourteen nothing, but with kind of the tenor of the day and all these other bad weather games, I wonder if like there was Mm -hmm. just a a natural anxiety panic attack that was going on among every football fan, just because other offenses were sputtering a little bit around the same time. And so, you know, it was just a bad mental health day. Maybe that's how we ought to describe week six of Sunday. It was just a bad mental health day offensively where 
you know, not everything was working out in some way, shape or form, but ultimately mm-hmm. the Dolphins were able to regroup. And it kind of points to one of the things that I talked about on Friday concerning uh, how much the Dolphins would miss Devon A. Chan. When you look at offensive line and play design, it wasn't as formidable with Raheem Moser. Just 36 of his rushing yards were before contact. So you got to give the Panthers rush D a little bit of credit there. And we thought that this rush defense would be at least okay. It's the pass rush. It's the secondary with those injuries. That's where the question marks would be. Mm -hmm. And as it turns out, Raheem Mostert is actually a really good running back uh, of his own right, in his own right. Uh, 79 of his rushing yards came after contact. So it's something where Miami was really focused on this ground game a lot during the offseason. They wanted to be more dynamic. And as it turns out, that's exactly what happened. Meanwhile, the Panthers thought it would be a good idea to blitz Tua a good bit more, hoping to pick up some quick pressures and sort of force him to some bad decisions within, say, two, two and a half seconds of the snap. And guess what, folks? You can't blitz a quick thrower. You can't blitz a quick thrower. How many times do we have to go over that? Tua, 14 of 18, 153 yards, two touchdowns. This is one of those things where you neither need to have elite pass rushers, your front four, or you need to force Tua into some mistakes in those quick throws. It's a very fast game when you're going up against the Dolphins. And for some reason, the Panthers didn't register that. So yes, there may be some concerns with Vic Fangio's group, but ultimately this offense can overwhelm folks. And yeah, they get the Eagles next week. And that's something we'll talk about later on in the festivities. Yet at the same mm-hmm. time, it's it's one of those deals where at least the Dolphins offense is reliable and it's also consistent. Eagles are going to run I'll- on them. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a fun Sunday night football game. Unlike last night was just like, Oh God, what am I watching? But you couldn't turn away. It wasn't literally a car wreck. No. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to, to uh, next week's matchup as well. But for me, I kind of like that the Dolphins got off to a slow start and were able to overcome it. And within the next month, they should get Jalen Ramsey back. I mean, I, I think it's good that they got tested, especially with the Eagles mm-hmm. on deck. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Uh, when we're talking about Sunday leaders, uh, Desmond Ritter at 45 to one was in the mix for passing leader until the end, until the end of the one o'clock slate. Uh, Drake mm-hmm. London finished second in receiving yards to Tyreek Hill. I know Tyreek is going to be a favorite every time we talk about Sunday leaders, but the fact that Drake London was certainly in the mix is fascinating. Adam Thielen had a 100-plus yard game, which is surprising because I didn't know how healthy he was coming in. Uh, He finished third in the mix. It's one of those things, Joe, where I get that when we're talking about Sunday leaders, it is a really difficult market. And sometimes we like to resort to the leaders because you can still get fantastic payouts that way. But maybe there are other ways to kind of bet this market or maybe, you know, subsidiaries of this market that could be just as valuable. That stinks on the passing one. If you had golf or car, they had a tie. So I'm assuming the bet is split 353 Mm -hmm. for each of them. But uh, what was noteworthy Four of the top five passing uh, leaders for the top five there lost. So you kind of want, if you're thinking about how a game is going to going to fall, like, yeah, maybe you want a favorite that's going to be chasing. You want a quarterback that's going to just keep firing it, firing it. Kyron Williams, uh, I mentioned him, did not bet him. He was 15 to one. He ends up being the leader. It makes sense. Like, 
results in the game away in the second half, even though they were trailing at halftime, the Rams were to the Cardinals. Yeah, Tyreek's always going to be up there. Uh, the Drake, Drake London popping, and at one point he was among the leaders, 9 for 125, and uh, his prop was in the 40s. I want to say it was like 43, 44 and a half, but uh, I, I was taking a look at some of the alt numbers, 100-plus receiving yards for London, a guy that has a prop in the 40s, which he did get. was plus 950. So if you like the matchup, being the weekly leader is very challenging. That's another way to, okay, you may have had the right call, but it's bad luck because some other guy just went crazy on the day and you don't win uh, a big bet. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Like, I was all over the Rams, but not Kyron Williams. It was like Stafford <laughs> and Cup. Like, it was like the idea was there, but I didn't have the right player. So, so close, but not good enough. I mean, that Rams game was nuts, right, Aaron? Like, we weren't expecting them to run as much as they did, right? Like, at least I didn't. Like, okay, it's Cooper Cup. I it's never Puka. It's, you know, day. let's have this Pat, like, yeah. Tutu Atwell. Like, let's get him involved. All that stuff. Ben Skoranek. Like, let's get all of these offensive playmakers in and just pass the ball a ton because the Cardinals are really, really bad at that. What they do, they kept running and running and running. And the few times they did pass, like, it wasn't setting anything up. And they just kind of wore them down in the second half to where Kyron Williams was able to go off. But Aaron, that was such a weird game. It really was. Um, and I think overall, like we did a pretty good job. There wasn't anything that really surprised me. But with those weekly leaders, I think we all kind of touched on ones and you know our the way we thought the game scripts would be going, we were there. I know I didn't hit any, but you know, I don't think anything really surprised me in terms of which teams we were targeting and players to go off. It's a good mm -hmm. exercise because you can look mm -hmm. at, you're looking for high ceiling guys. Uh, usually it starts with the matchups and that's why a lot of the times the names that we bring up are somewhere in the mix. So we're trying to figure out other ways that you can make money off of it. You know, the, the Rams have a good rushing attack. They entered that game top 10 EPA per rush. So I, I think they're going to end up sticking with that a little bit, not putting too much on Stafford because, okay, let's not call 50 dropbacks on Matthew Stafford if we don't have to. We're trying to get through the season. Right. <laughs> He's not exactly geriatric, but you should keep yes. his age in mind to you know prevent the workload, things like that. Guys, we got to talk about the Detroit Lions here because mm -hmm. on a day – when the last two remaining undefeateds, both in the NFC, mind you, and the 49ers and the Eagles, both of them fell. Now maybe we need to rethink our tiers as far as the NFC is concerned. And certainly we're going to talk about this at great length later in the week when, say, we're figuring out who the number one seed is going to be in the NFC, which teams can make it to the Super Bowl, all that fun stuff. But the Lions go to Tampa Bay, win 20-6. to And this was something where I felt like the Lions' defense – uh, might look a little vulnerable against Baker Mayfield and company, and that's not what happened at all. Instead, the Lions' defense sort of ruled the day. And, you know, Joe, I look at this and say, maybe it's not just a feel-good story for Detroit. Maybe we need to really take them seriously as being in that top tier of the NFC. Yeah, I'm curious uh, what's going on with David Montgomery because he's been such a big part of that mm -hmm. offense. But you know what it is? When you sit back and take a look at this this entire Lions roster, and the discussion week to week, we're talking about somebody different every single week. Sometimes sure. we're talking about Laporta. Sometimes it's a David Montgomery scoring three touchdowns. Yesterday, it's Amon Ross St. Brown. 
he's completely healthy and what he goes off 12 grabs 124 yards one touchdown Jamison Williams now the deep threat a 45 yard grab you go up and down this team and and there's somebody new every single week and the way they built this roster like you've got to commend them they decided let's go from the inside out. They built up those lines, added some some pieces on the outside, and look where they sit right now. And they think they can win with golf, and, and they're doing it. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I love it. You know, and you you take a look at, you know, we were talking about how at the top of the show, every team so far we've seen have a blemish, you know, or kind of an off day. The Lions won loss that went to overtime. They lost by six. It wasn't like they completely just no showed, you know, they've won every other game besides that. So I think it's impressive what they're doing. And I think a lot of talk in the NFC has gone to the Eagles and Niners, but here's the Lions and maybe they're underrated. Maybe they're not, but they're quietly there and they've been consistent and they haven't just had a clunker. Hey, you know what, Ed? That, think, uh, that number yeah. one seed, 10 to 1 that we talked uh-huh. about a week ago, is now tied. Mm-hmm. Tied for the lead. Uh-oh. Five and one. Uh-oh. <laughs> one week. Uh-oh. One week. It's what one it's week uh, difference can make in this league, right? I, I, yeah. I, I'm with you, Aaron. Like, the Lions, yes, we need to take them seriously. And, and it's something, too, where I wonder if when we're talking about, and this is for both leagues, I wonder if it's something where – Okay, with the Dolphins, we can point to this high-flying offense. With, with the Chiefs, it's all about Pat Mahomes. With the Lions, it is about a different player every single week, seemingly. Like, you know, Sam Laporta, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever it is. Like, Jerry Goff's numbers are solid. Completion percentage over expected, totally pay all that stuff. Like, it's solid, but we're not talking about him as, say, a top three quarterback. 
the defense played really well yesterday. I think it's something where individually each player, each unit is solid, but you put them all together and it's hard to find too many weaknesses. And so if we're talking about, and obviously I'm going to bet on this, but if you're talking about a complete team, which teams are the most complete I think the Lions, maybe they're not at the top of the list, but they should be in that short conversation for one of the most complete teams in the National Football League. Another thing I was looking at is we talk a lot about Mm -hmm. Offensive Player of the Year and CMC Hurt. I mean, could it go to a Lions player like Amon Ra at 50-1? to If the Lions are going to be that good and keep... Yeah, yeah, they're this the, consistent. Certainly, that's uh, within the scope of possibilities. I think. No well, that's the it. question with, with it being somebody else that we're talking about every week, and not one specific mm-hmm. player. Are they going to be up for any awards? Or are they just going to say, "Yeah, Dan Campbell"? Dan Campbell's the way that uh, they right. reward the, this team in <laughs> because the end. they're so complete. Uh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Aaron Schatz saying this morning, they have a new number two DVOA, Detroit Lions. So we're talking about, go. are they on that tier? Well, DVOA this morning is saying that they're second best. There you go. And th- that makes sense, right? Like, you know, intuitively that, you know, checks all the boxes as far as being complete and not having too many weaknesses. And look, this was a good win over Tampa Bay. Like, let's not discount the Buccaneers because our priors mm-hmm. on them were really horrible. Like, this was a good win for them, and it was a good showing. So a lot of reasons uh, to pay tribute to the Lions uh, just with what they've done so far. Got to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals here. Uh, we mentioned uh, Seattle's red zone woes. But look, the Bengals, you know, they win the game 17-13. to 13. They cover the two and a half. One of those deals where the Bengals' defense really impressed me. Maybe Joe Burrow still has some work left to do, but a win is a win, right, Joe? Mm, I guess. Or not. <laughs> I, I'm concerned. I'm concerned. Look at it. Intended air yards. Burrow was bottom three in the NFL yesterday. You look at uh, the last two-thirds of that game, they had less than 100 total yards. So I don't think it's Cincinnati's 3-3, three and three, all is right with the world. There, there were people yeah. taking that leap. Burrow's back, Burrow's back. They're watching yesterday, 17 points on the board at home, not moving the football for most of that game. I don't think he's back yet. I agree. They need to be more consistent on offense. Mixon didn't have a great game either. Right. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, it's BetQL Court right here on the BetQL Network.